2: Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand.
3: Ryan McCarthy, watching in upstate New York, says, Why does Saskatchewan have the best town names? Paradise Hill, Moose Jaw. Well, he says Flin Flon, and that's actually Manitoba, and frankly, I'm partial to Medicine Hat. How about that? I also learn something every day. We learn today that Flin Flon Manitoba stands for Flint Betty Floniton, a fictional character from a 1905 novel.
2: This is the Rod Peterson Show.
3: Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to the uh, RP Show. It's a brand new week. It's episode number 569 of Canada's Game Daytime Sports Talk Show on Game Plus TV. Sorry, Moose. I'm trying to share the show here. Trying to find it. It is live and we're live because there are a lot of people watching streaming on uh, Facebook and YouTube. That's right. How do you like us so far? Numbers are rolling. (laughs) Numbers are rolling. Yeah, listen. Listen. Uh, Moose rolled in here and we're just a little out of sort. Where were you? What were you doing this morning? Did you sleep in? Yeah. You were doing you business? Know. Yeah. Thought I thought I could have a weekend, but how's business? Business is good. That's good. Business is good. Hey, listen, we do have breaking news today, which we'll get to in a moment. We'll get to in a moment. But this guy won the Paragon Award for Young Entrepreneur of the Year Friday night. And you weren't there to accept it because you were out in Alberta with me working Yes. And we did our victory lap around Banff. That's what we did. And congratulations, Darren, on being the young entrepreneur of the year. Do you wear that beard so you don't look young? Is that the <laughs> thing, or what's
1: the deal? I know, right? <laughs> um, usually it comes out in the summer, and I shave it in the winter, of all things. but Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Are uh, we moving on? It was cool. Yeah, it was cool to be there. It was cool to be in Calgary and, and Banff, and and wish I could have been in Regina for the awards, but... Uh, I did my thank you on, on Instagram and uh, you, thank you to everybody around here that, speech. that plays plays such a big role in it. Okay, well, when you get the award, when are you getting the award? I have no
3: idea. Okay, we'll put it right on the table there. right? Sure, beside then you. we can talk about it. Right beside the moose. Um, on the program today, Amanda Ruler, overall badass, assistant coach at McMaster University, former uh, Launch Legends Football League uh, alum. Good catch. Yeah. Uh, Had a cup of coffee with the WWE. She's just a really good friend of ours, motivational speaker, all of that. She's coming up. And Peter Lombardius, longtime Calgary Flames broadcaster. They'll be on the show today before. Okay, the breaking news is this, and I'll come back to it for the CFL and NFL fans. Chris Jones former Cleveland Browns defensive assistant coach, four-time great cap champion, just this morning has resigned as head coach of the South Pittsburgh Pirates high school football program in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee, and he's coming to the CFL as a defensive assistant with the Toronto Argonauts. And we'll come back on that. But first, let's get to the... Uh, The weekend photo album, okay, because the photos are great. Presented by Great Western Brewing Company. We ask you to share with us your weekend photos and get a chance to be featured on the show by using the hashtags RP Show. Let's go, guys. Or GW Beer Summer. So that is what? That's
1: my shot. Did I take that one? I sent in a couple. This was was mine. We got, I got, I got right in there with the Cowboys Bull busting. At, at Cody Snyder's bowl busting in Calgary, Cody
3: Snyder's bowl busting. That was Thursday night. Thank you to the gray Eagle resort and
1: casino for having us down. You took that one too. Yeah. So these are the ones I threw in. Just wanted to get some Calgary flavor. I got a few in here. Um, we were downtown very briefly, only because we got the wrong directions. We ended up downtown. but uh, <laughs> Put in the wrong hotel. And then Zach. Came
3: That's by. Uh, Zach w- Nelson came by the best Western premiere. He's got his RP show bunny hug on there, his Stampeders mask. He wanted to get a photo. We had a good uh, visit there. Thanks for that. That uh, was coming home. World's largest teepee. Doesn't look as big in the photo, does it? No. What is that? Is would that be about three stories high, I yeah, would say? it's big. Maybe a little more. Uh, so that was on the way home from Medicine Hat. That was in Banff. And literally, that is an actual mountain behind me, folks. That was on Main Street. It looks like a Hollywood mural, like a painting. It doesn't even look real. Yeah. So we went to Banff. That was fantastic. That was a great day on Friday. And uh, that was our weekend. Not too bad. Not, Not too shabby. I must say. Uh, again, share your photos with us with the hashtags RP Show and GW Beer Summer. It's an original 16 to fit your active lifestyle, a superior taste with only 80 calories and 2.5% alcohol purchased at a store near you today. And uh, thanks for that. Share your photos. I'll be posting them to Twitter a, a little later on, but I can't because my Twitter's blowing up. Everybody's is in the CFL because Chris Jones is coming back. I was alerted to it this morning that Chris Jones was coming back to the CFL. I didn't initially know where. Again, four-time Grey Cup champion, former head coach and GM of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, very close friend of mine, and he's resigned this morning. So everybody's saying, ah, he's got commitment issues. He's, uh, you know, he's only been in South Pittsburgh for a couple months. He was with the Rough Riders for three years. Whatever. Do you really want to know the deal? This is more the Argos story to tell, and believe me, my phone's been going off with them this morning. It's somewhat of a touchy situation but Chris Jones will fill a role on the defensive side of the football for the Toronto Argonauts, who won last Friday night. It's not really necessarily a wins nor losses issue. But here's the deal with South Pittsburgh, Tennessee, and that high school football program. They have played one game, and then they've been on the sidelines for three weeks due to COVID. So everybody's saying, oh, Chris Jones is abandoning that school and those kids. Those kids aren't playing anyways. So there was an opportunity for Chris Jones to come up from what I was initially told just for the rest of this season, which is still another 10 games-ish, 9, 10 games. Yeah. Will it go on past this season? I don't think that's been determined yet. It's for the rest of this year. But they had a need. The Argos were calling around. Chris Jones answered the call. South Pittsburgh wasn't playing anyways. So he's coming back to the CFL to start coaching probably as early as this week.
1: That's the story on Chris Jones. And it's an upgrade for the Toronto Argonauts. Not you would think. Not anything against the personnel in that building or on that sideline. But Chris Jones is an asset to any coaching staff on the defensive side of the football. You know, he's a taskmaster, he's a leader, and he, he knows defense. So instantly, I think the Argonauts' defense is going to get better. But we'll see how this plays out and exactly how much of a role he's going to play, um, how much his fingerprints are going to be on this Argos defense, what happens in, in Tennessee and South Pittsburgh and does it continue beyond this year the commitment issues is, is, that's just funny that's all it is, is I can relate I can relate it's funny yeah but uh,
3: uh it's somewhat funny but when I consider Chris Jones a pretty close friend mm-hmm. and I hear what and see what's being said about him but what I've also realized is the people that hate Chris Jones are never going to listen to reason or never like Chris Jones it's like those that crap on me all the time. You're never gonna like me for whatever reason. You continue to watch the show and follow me on Twitter. So whatever. I've kind of given up. I'm okay for myself. It just bothers me with what's being said about Chris Jones. So that's why I tried to explain this what the deal is with the Toronto Argonauts. And by the way, there was something in my mind that slipped when we were going through the photo album. And I wanna say this I put the photos up from the bull bust the other night. And I've had, I was reading you this on the way home from Calgary yesterday. Some lady writes me and she's all up me. She's like, Do you like bullfighting? I didn't even respond. Don't engage, as my recovery mentor Gordy says. Uh, I didn't even respond. It's not bullfighting, it's bull riding. There's a difference. Yeah, I was raised in this. I don't know anything different. And if you have a problem that I like bull riding, then don't watch the damn show. Unfollow me on Instagram. Piss off. Why would I change? Because you're offended. I, I can't. I can't. I'm done. Stop following me if you don't like what I'm into. Bob's your uncle. It's been nice. Guys, that doesn't fit there. The warm-up is brought to you by E. Cold Electric. Come check out our new Regina Dad and Lighting Center, E. Cold Electric. Let's get to work. Now to the National Football League because we're almost – this is the quick – I got NFL, CFL, Blue Jays, tennis, more, no CFL on the TV at the Canadian House in Calgary, and then other sports notes, okay? So we really got to get going. Okay, let's roll. Number one, the National Football League. Listen, I got mine out of the way Thursday night. My two teams playing the Cowboys and the Buccaneers on a hell of a game. But yesterday – I'll, this is what I'll say. What are the top stories? This is our poll question today. Top stories coming out of week one in the National Football League. Aaron Rodgers meltdown, 38-3. to The Packers lost to the Saints in Jacksonville. That was the um, worst loss in Aaron Rodgers' career. Eagles fly. They had their way with the Atlanta Falcons. But, I mean, I don't understand why everybody's going off about the Eagles. Who doesn't have their way with the Atlanta Falcons? Pump the brakes a little bit. But people are going, that's our other up. Three. Tom's last drive. I mean, come on. They come back and beat the Cowboys 31-29 on opening night. And then Kyler's Cardinals. It's not easy to go into Tennessee and, and win. The Titans are your team, Darren. The whopping leader is Rodgers' meltdown 55%. He was pulled from the game. We, I saw this morning that the Denver Broncos are considering a package to trade for, Den, for Aaron Rodgers at the end of this season. It might happen by next week.
1: <laughs> He's checked out. Yeah. No, he, that's tough, and it does. It appears that he's checked out, but I would also look at this and and not push the overreaction button and push the panic button and think that the Green Bay Packers now aren't Super Bowl favorites and this is going to be a bad year and it's going to be a train wreck and full of drama. You know, I think this is going to take some time. You know, you look at this offseason and you write it off. Rogers wasn't with the team in the offseason. And there was so much media distraction. And it's hard to get on the same page. I kind of com- am comparing the situation to what Tom Brady did with Tampa last year. How you come in and it takes half the year to get on the same page and get Tom's kind of culture back into it. And with this, it's gonna take three, four, five weeks to get the distraction out of the way, to get back in, to get on the same page, to get heated up here. You gotta get to, you know, a point where you can play at a high level. I think by the mid season Green Bay is gonna be on top of the NFL. Again. Yeah. I really? Do. I really do. Not a good start, however. But not a good start. That was, was that five touchdowns it, for Jameis Winston? Yeah, it was five on only fourteen completions, fourteen to twenty. So like twenty five percent of his passes were Touchdowns or more. Um, he doesn't waste them. No, and then Lafleur and Rogers in the press conference afterwards. I mean, Lafleur says it's an embarrassment, and Rogers, well, he can use that word. I'll just say it's one game. I'm like, I'm feeling some tension. There's a disconnect. Yeah. Uh, by the way, for those in the central time zone, including Manitoba, it's 11 11.
3: Be aware of what you're thinking. By the way, I see from Three Dunk Nation. Justin says Glenn Young has been removed as Argo's defensive coordinator on the team's official website. Expect Chris Jones to be directing the defense for Toronto. Dun, dun, dun. By the way, who do the Saskatchewan Roughriders host on Friday night? DO! Chris Jones and the Toronto Argonauts. Woo! Oh, world's colliding, Jerry! So, point two, CFL Week 6 recap, does it even really matter anymore? It was so on the weekend. I know. With all of this that's going down. But what were the games? The uh, Winnipeg Blue Bombers smashed the Rough Riders 33-9 to in the Banjo Bowl. I'll say this, two losses does not a season make. I can't believe how the Rider Nation is ready to burn the stadium down over this. But they can write the ship beginning Friday night, where you can have some pretty motivated Toronto Argonauts coming in here Friday. <sighs> Want well, that be something. Can you imagine? The Calgary Edmonton game. I saw the Elks uh, coach Jamie Elizondo saying they deserve to be booed by the Edmonton team. Both teams deserve to be booed. Six field goals for the Calgary kicker and I think it was a 32-19 win. And then the, even the TSN announcers were saying were saying the game was slow. So CFL has got to find a way to pick up the pace of play, I think, and get things going. Because you look at these NFL games on the weekend, and they were, they were fire. CFL was not. Uh, point three, the Blue Jays are on fire. Come on. There's almost 28 games up, maybe 27 now, but they are in a playoff spot. This is where I'm at. I'm not taking any bunk or any heat for, for writing the Blue Jays off a couple of weeks ago because I don't know baseball. I'm going by the pundits. They're the ones that need to answer. Go back and look at their headlines when they said this team was done, when they'd lost four of five, which is nothing. But they destroyed the Baltimore Orioles but over the weekend. But hang on. They got the Rays tonight in Toronto opening. The division leaders. Yeah. This is where the rubber meets the road. I would say we're going to find out whether the Blue Jays are actually for real or not, or this is just fun la-la land over the last couple of weeks. Going into New York and sweeping the Yankees in four the way they did, no small potatoes. Right. But this tonight, this will probably determine their season,
1: this series against the Rays this week. Yeah, well, tied for Boston now for the two wild card spots. And, you know, now it's single digits behind Tampa. When they go on a run like this, you think, man, maybe they can catch the Rays. That's a little bit unlikely, but you never know with this group.
3: By the way, the first hour is presented by the World Rugby Sevens here at the RP Show. The World Rugby Sevens is only 12 days away now, September 25th and 26th in Edmonton. The World Rugby Sevens series features teams from across the globe with action-packed rugby sevens matchups. Purchase your tickets today at CanadaSevens.com. We uh, appreciate Explore Edmonton coming on board to promote the World Rugby Sevens. They're trying to get Prairie sports fans to buy tickets to this Canada So do it, do it and go enjoy what I'm told is the greatest sporting event on the planet. World rugby sevens. Uh, point four. We'll fly through these. Uh, Daniil Medvedev wins the U S open. He beat Djokovic in the final, but I got to say this again, 9.9 million people watched the women's final on Saturday in Canada. Could I, that was not a misprint. That's right. I can't believe how many people watched. I love it. I totally love it. But I had no idea that tennis could possibly... That's twice what the
1: World Juniors would get for the gold medal game. Look at... That's more than the Grey Cup. I had no idea it could happen either. But that's cool that she kind of captivated the country like that. And if Felix had made it to the final, it would have been similar on the men's side. It's fun when it, when it can kind of get into the spotlight like that, like that. And now it's up to the tennis community to try and keep it going. But... Uh, it was a fun, fun day. It just didn't turn out the way we wanted it to. Uh, the game, the final wasn't great, but I mean, they're plowing the serves into the net, and I'm like,
3: yeah. "This is the final." Yeah, I can do that, but whatever. Um, so that's the point. So point five. We are in Calgary together, and I put in my map sports bar, search nearby Canadian brew house came up, two point three clicks away. Bob's your uncle. That's how you use it, guys. So we go to the Canadian Brewhouse. We got to ask them to put on the banjo bowl. And she was like, why are you asking? I almost wondered if, I, if we had stayed long enough, would we have had to ask to put the Stamps game on in Calgary? Yeah, I don't know. It seemed we might have. Probably. They had the Alabama Mercer game on, which was fine.
1: Roll Tide. That's my team. And they had the Jays on. Yeah, that was it. It was yeah. college football on every screen we walked in, five minutes to two o'clock, and about 10% of the screens had J's on because they were rolling. Yep. Yeah. And then you had to ask for the uh, football game, but they didn't put the football game on. They're like, well, we're manned. We got to put tennis on because there's more people watching tennis than we've been asked. And so uh, the big screen has to be tennis, but we can put... That little TV over there and that one behind you on the football game. I needed my
3: glasses to watch because it was on a tiny little screen and I didn't have my glasses. Okay. So I'm squinting to see the score of the banjo ball. I shouldn't have to do that on the prairies. Toronto, I could get it, not the prairies.
1: And did you say they put, did you mention on the big screen was the tennis final? That's right. And the sound was the tennis. And then when the tennis ended, instead of flipping the sound and the big screen over to the CFL game, they just went back to music. Mm-hmm. So a little bit surprising. Alarm bells for me. Uh, by
3: the way, the rock star of the day for Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions on Friday was the great Benny Hebert, nicknamed Meat from the Team Cooey and the Olympic gold medal winning uh, Team Martin. Ben Hebert was uh, – wasn't he great? He was our rock star of the day on Friday. Oh, Yeah. And uh, I think that's got it. This has been the uh, warm-up proudly presented by Ecole Electric. Actually, we were through Swifty yesterday, and we saw their Ecole Electric's huge plant there. These guys are big. Oh, yeah. We're proud to have them. Lou joins us next. Always an entertaining chat with good people like Peter Labardius. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus television network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com.
2: Head to youtube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
3: Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with a Performance Package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Trust me, you're listening to a happy customer. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you.
2: Trust me. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show.
3: All right. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, It is the RP Show. It's Monday. It's Canada's uh, favorite daytime sports talk show and only daytime sports talk show on television. Breaking news. A guy that has NFL, CFL, NCAA connections. Chris Jones has resigned this morning as head coach of the South Pittsburgh Pirates high school football program and is joining the Toronto Argonauts in a defensive assistant role. And as 3Dunk Nation has reported today, Glenn Young's been removed from the Argonauts' website as defensive coordinator, so do the math. By the way, the Prairie Mobile text line we'll have shortly. It's charging. At Prairie Mobile, we're introducing Sastel Plus pricing. Updating your cell phone has never been easier. Pick up the device you have been wanting without any upfront costs. Take advantage of the Buy Now, Pay Later program today. Very excited to have young people on this show, and that includes our next guest, Peter Labardius, longtime Calgary Flames uh, broadcaster. How you doing, Lou? I'm good,
4: Roddy. How are you guys doing?
3: Fantastic, man. To spend some time in your good town like we did last week, six days in Calgary. I heard you on the radio talking Flames with the Regina Rocket, Kelly Kirsch. You did. They, they did. They never get tired of Flames talking that town, do they?
4: no it's uh very true at our radio station you could almost do it uh 365 24 hours a day um maybe they would get a little sick of it if that was actually the program i think everybody needs a break but uh no it pays the bills my friend and uh, it's certainly the number one game in town and so we're back at it and as a matter of fact hard to fathom right now as i sit here talking with you guys that I will be uh, broadcasting a rookie game on Saturday in Edmonton between the Oilers and the Flames.
3: Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. And as a matter of fact, because, listen, I do want to talk about your Vikings, but... Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm a bit of a sadist I that really way. D-
4: I really don't, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lou. It's just... It's okay. It's all good. I, I see
3: the teams are in rookie camps because... The Pats have this Sfazil check kid that they're waiting to get here to play with Connor Bedard. Everybody's saying, where is he? Where is he? Well, he's in camp with the Columbus Blue Jackets. And is it because of uh, COVID that we're not getting a lot of coverage about these rookie camp? Like, what's going on in the NHL right now? Because it seems like there's not a lot of coverage of it.
4: Well, you know, Roddy, it's true. There are some teams whose rookie camps are underway. In Calgary, it'll get underway, I believe, either tomorrow or Wednesday. I'm still waiting for the exact details. There are several other camps underway. But um, you're probably not going to hear a lot, my friend, until, you know, September 22nd, September 23rd, when everybody's main camps kick off and You know that's when a lot of the news really, really starts to fly and happens. Um, You know, in Canadian markets, obviously, at our radio station, there'll be uh, hot and heavy on the rookie camp and who's looking good. And obviously, we're going to broadcast both of the rookie games against the Edmonton Oilers rookies coming up on the weekend, Saturday and Monday. But uh, you know, there are there are no slow times in the NHL anymore, outside of basically a couple of weeks in August. So it's about ready to, uh, let's say, ramp up a lot, a lot.
3: Well, I'll tell you what, we were driving out to Bam on Friday, listening to your good station, Fan 960, and they were very excited. I'm not ignoring you. I'm calling up the Flames website here. You talked about the signings of uh, Michael Stone and Goodbrinson. Uh, they were a the pretty, pretty good day Friday for the Calgary Flames on the signing front.
4: Well, it was a good day in, in terms of, you know, Eric Branson is a gentleman I've been familiar with going back to his days in the Ontario Hockey League, 6'5", 225 pounds, I actually uh, ran into him in Ontario out here um, this summer. He was looking for a deal. He signs one. Roddy, I think the overriding story, and it's funny because it hasn't exactly, from what I've gleaned, been met with a ton of optimism. Uh, I think I think a lot of the fans in Flameland were hoping for some bigger moves and some bigger changes. And at the end of the day, um, you know, all the signings have really been more of a veteran nature. You know, not just Coleman's the big signing, obviously, the two-time Stanley Cup champion and now former Tampa Bay Lightning. But you talk about Stone, you talk about Goodbranson, you talk about Trevor Lewis. You talk about Tyler Pitlick. Um, you know, it, it's not a team that looks like it's going to necessarily pave the way for some of their younger players. It's a team that I, you know, and I haven't had a chance yet to chat with the coaching staff or the general manager. But to me, um, since Daryl took over, it, it feels like a group that feels very much like it needs to find a way into that third playoff spot in the Pacific division. And that's how it's tailored.
3: Uh, behind, dare I say, the Golden Knights and Oilers? What do you think? That, for the uh, top?
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think you'd have to say that, Roddy, at, at this point in time. I don't think you can sell Vancouver short. I think L.A. is better. Seattle, obviously, a wild card. Um but, you know, for the Flames, uh, you know, there's, there's an opening there. And, and let's not kid anybody else that, you know, financially things are very different in the National Hockey League and making the playoffs and finding some more revenue um, is really, really important to teams. But, you know, I think they made the decision for a team that underachieved last year. I mean, we were on the air last year together, Rod, and, and a lot of people felt like the Flames could win the division uh you know the canadian division the north division that didn't play itself out so a lot of guys had tough years when darrell came in they cut their goals per game by half a goal that's a lot they don't score easy but they had players who really had down years so you know darrell looks like he wants a team veteran responsible and there's no question they're bigger more veteran, and they're going to be a harder team to play against. I don't think there's—I don't know about the rest of the story, i.e., Paul Harvey—but um, <laughs> I, I, I do know that they're going to be harder to play against with this lineup.
3: Uh, from some of our viewers, uh, from Todd Pinkney, one of our P ones, he says Flyers rookie camp opens in two days. From Darren Workman, he says good day from beautiful Salt Lake City. So is Moose going with the, the Oregon Ducks after they whacked the Buckeyes? Hang on, we'll come back on that. Uh, from Mark Watson from, from Great Western Brewing. Rod and Darren, great to meet you both in Calgary last week at the Hosen Hound for lunch. Cheers. Lou, he's the marketing guy for Great Western. Have you been to the Hosen yeah. Hound? Wonderful clubhouse they have there. It's a great spot. It is a good spot, a really I good spot. I won't ask you to comment on this. I'm just going to read it from James in Borden, Manitoba. I'm kind of worried Matthew Kachuk is going to ask for a trade if things don't go better this year. From Don Muir, he, uh, he says, absolutely no sports talk about NHL camps and no news here on annual family day in Winnipeg. Uh, it's a holiday in Winnipeg. You just had a Monday off last week. It was called Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. To take another Monday off? Come on. Uh, Lou, we stopped in Swift Current, yeah, lovely, lovely town, as you know. Yep. On our way home no Sunday, question. yes, great people, and we watched the Vikings and the Bengals. Okay, in overtime,
4: and mm-hmm. were you watching the game where you were? Uh, I checked in on it a couple of times. <laughs> yes, <sighs> went to overtime. I did, not, I did. I did. I did not watch it from start to finish. I promise you that I had other things going on and um, you know, I'm not going to go on a big rant today. Like I normally do, but I, uh, they're not getting my time anymore the way they used to. They're just not, they don't deserve it. They don't get any better. Uh, It's like tuning into the same program all the time. And I no longer until I see different, I don't go out on my out of my way anymore on Sundays. It's no longer must viewing for me, after all this time. And I've been a fan of this team since I was six years old. But I'm done. I'm done with the mediocrity. Is it? Give me something to believe in.
3: <laughs> was it kind of refreshing to be able to spend your Sunday afternoon not having your soul crushed by the purple Peter people leaders again? No, see, much-
4: but 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 guys, that's the problem. See. I always describe the Minnesota Vikings this way. They are like the family member that you love, but most of the time you can't stand them. Um, so it doesn't work that way for me. I'm either all in passionate, usually you know, scaring the heck out of the dog for three hours, or I just find it's easier now to just kind of remove myself, check in, see how it's going, if it's going okay, You know, depending on what I've got going and the good news is in hockey season, you know, we're busy on a lot of Sundays, but, you know, I've reached a point with them that I'll love them until the the day I leave the earth, but I sure don't like them very much right now. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Lou, you're like Casino Regina, always entertaining. And it's reminding me how long you've been gone from the fine town of the Queen City because oh, that's their isn't slogan. It, and you, isn't that something? You've been gone for a long time. I always think of you and the Buddy's Steak Ranch and the Pat's Your End Party. Yeah. Let the good times roll. Lou, lastly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this has been a wonderful chat, which I knew it would be. The last time we had you on, I was at the Stanley Cup final in Montreal, if you remember. I was out front yeah, that's of Bell Center.
4: The, yeah, I was um, helping
3: co-host your show. That's right. It was awesome. I appreciate you doing that. You were wondering at that time how things might change for this upcoming NHL season in terms of your role, travel and so forth, and uh, being around the players. So what do you know about what the season is going to be like?
4: Well... From what I know today, Rod, and we know in this ever-changing COVID world that, you know, we're still very much living day-to-day. You know, the NHL protocols, as long as you are double vaccinated, which I have been for a long time, and uh, I had a pretty rotten bout with COVID in April, um, it seems at this point like it's all systems go, Um, I believe at this point in time, we're slated to be back traveling with the team. Um, So that's all I know at this point in time. It seems like we might get back into the locker rooms again. Uh, I think that's still a little up in the air. But, you know, I think we're going back to close to normal at this point in time, which is uh, awesome. I, I enjoyed, obviously, very fortunate to have an opportunity to do what I do for a living. But uh, doing half our games out of a uh, radio studio on monitor um, was challenging. Um, and I love being at Live Sports. It's my favorite thing in the whole world. It's why I got into the business in the first place a thousand years ago. And that's never changed. So, yeah, look, very much looking forward to hopefully, knock on wood, being back to normal.
3: Absolutely. There are a lot of questions have come in. Can you answer one real fast? There's a lot of questions I for you. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever yeah, you guys need. General in count. Cal- the general in Calgary says, does Peter think we'll see a lot of fans for flames games? Do you know if they're limiting capacity or rocking it wide open? Do you know, as we sit here today? I,
4: I, I, I don't, I don't have the exact answer. There's no question that uh, you will not be allowed in the building, you know, without proper vaccination um, or testing, I have yet to see just how many people they're going to allow in.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. Thank you, Lou. Listen, yeah. as always, it's been You're great. Uh, enjoy Edmonton. We'll be following closely, and I miss you, buddy. Uh, hopefully we can do this throughout the, the season.
4: There is not much doubt that I will be in your town at some point this hockey season. Love love to but hear will see it. you then.
3: All right. Thanks, Lou. Okay, Lynn. guys. Peter Labardius, Calgary Flames radio broadcaster, joining us on video chat. By the way, shout-out from Brady Leavold from the Hockey to Hell and Back podcast. He says, what's up, RP Show? Hey, Brady, in Muskoka, Ontario. And to our Edmonton viewers, I'll be on TSN 1260 this afternoon, 2.45 p.m. Mountain, with Jason Greger on the Jason Greger Show, talking about the return of Chris Jones to the Canadian Football League. That came down today. And everything else in the three-down game. When we come back, sports update. We'll update the poll results. The moose is here, the award-winning moose. That and more (laughs) when we come back on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook live streaming and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com.
2: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Raj.
3: Welcome back, everybody. RP Show continues. I think we got a career-high day watching on YouTube today and also Facebook Live as well. People chiming in with that breaking news today. Chris Jones has resigned as head coach of the South Pittsburgh Pirates high school football program in South Tennessee. And he is joining the Toronto Argonauts. Now, I don't think the Argos have made any fish, official announcement or not. I appreciate Kent Ridley in Nashville. football. He's a football guy, Moose. Yep. And he runs Ridley Scouting. And he says, uh, Rod, your tweet about Jones beat the newspaper article about this by three minutes. How about that? <laughs> of course it did. But these guys... Don't ever want to give me credit for anything in breaking these stories, but who, who cares? The people that know, know, right, Moose? Mm-hmm. The people that need to know, know this is the show that you want to watch for all the inside information. And I'll say it again, um, again, it's a very sensitive topic. Speaking of, Kent Ridley's watching in Nashville right now. From Ridley Scouting, and he says, This Coach Jones thing is bizarre. South Pittsburgh was caught with the booster club paying rent for a player, canceled their rivalry game, thinking the other school reported them. Can't that was that not last year? Listen, Chris Jones breaks his share of rules. Yes. But I don't think he's responsible for this one. That was last year. And furthermore, because I've talked to a lot of football guys this morning. South Pittsburgh played one game this year, and they've been shut down for the last three weeks. Jones has been sitting on his hands. So I see people are roasting him on social media, saying he's walked out on the kids and always the grass is greener guy. What else is he supposed to do? The Argos had a need. They called him. And Bob's your uncle. Bob's your uncle. I see Cooper Campbell's watching in Mississippi, another football guy. He writes, oh, my heavens. He's like a huge Chris Jones fan, as you know. Oh, yeah. I know. By the way, Coop, I'm uh, heading down your daughter's way. We'll be announcing it later this week. Looking forward to that. She's a football girl. Ah, and Kent says it was April. Rod, it was April. Yeah, Jones wasn't there yet in April, I don't believe. So... It was the past regime. what I say? If you're on my side, you can do no wrong. Exactly. If you're on the other side, you can do no right. Um, hey, there is more breaking news, by the way. Okay. From the National Hockey League. The Columbus Blue Jackets have replaced Sylvain Lefebvre. The team says the coach... Wouldn't be available to perform duties due to decision to not receive COVID-19 vaccine. See what's happening? You see what's happening, right? Yeah. Employers have found a way to terminate you if you're not vaccinated. And I'm not passing any judgment on that other than to say, I'm fully vaxxed, you're fully vaxxed. And we can work, we can travel. Our life's pretty good. It just seems with a lot of these people, and we just deal in sports. I don't deal in anything else. I don't deal in reality, (laughs) right? But the people that are refusing vaccinations—it's just downright, outright stubbornness, which is their right. But the the employers have found a way around that. So you better watch out. You better not hide. You ready for a sports update? Yeah. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is back in the MVP conversation. Vladdy hit his 44th home run in Toronto's 22-7 winner of the Orioles Sunday, tying the Angels' Shohei Otani for the major league lead. The slugger also leads the American League in batting average and tied for third in RBIs. Francesco Lindor broke an eighth-inning tie with his third homer and the New York Mets beat the Yankees 7-6. In a heated Subway Series finale, it was the first career three-homer game for Lindor. Yankee slugger Aaron Judge left in the third inning because of dizziness. I think I was suffering from that, too, this weekend. I know I was. Mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford passed for 321 yards and three touchdowns in his debut for the L.A. Rams. The veteran NFL quarterback led L.A. past Andy Dalton and the Bears 34-14 we got to get more into the NFL discussion. Did you watch the Sunday Nighter? Oh, yeah. How did you feel about the opening drive for the Bears? They're rotating their quarterbacks a la Ken Miller, a la Stephen McAdoo. I've got thoughts. I think we should come back on that. Absolutely. because yeah, it's going to take more than the time that we have. Oh, we got plenty of time. New Orleans Saints corner Marshawn Lattimore has agreed to a five-year extension worth about $97 million. He was drafted 11th overall and named NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year in 2017. This sports update for the Tap Brewhouse and Drive-Thru Liquor Store where you won't have to ask him to put the CFL game on. That is a guarantee. And for Ballers Rec Room, home of the four-hour Rough Riders tailgate party, they get it rolling this Friday afternoon. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you
2: wings.
3: I predict a spicy viewer takeover next. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus television network across all 10 provinces in 31 states, live daily on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com.
2: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson.
3: All right, welcome back, everybody. It is viewer takeover time. This is hour one of the program. It's brought to you by Explore Edmonton and World Rugby Sevens. Let's say it again. You saw their ad in the commercial there. I hope the World Rugby Sevens is now only 12 days away. September 25th and 26th in Edmonton. The World Rugby Sevens features teams from across the globe with action-packed Rugby Sevens matchups. Purchase your tickets today at CanadaSevens.com. Again, the good folks at Explore Edmonton are hoping to pack the place with prairie people, and they know that's where our viewers come from. So purchase your tickets at CanadaSevens.com, and you tell me if this is indeed the greatest sporting event on the planet because that's what I keep hearing from my good friend Cameron Hughes who has worked them all um. Hey, Trent in Norway's up and awake and writing us. Uh, it is currently 6:51 p.m. in Norway. I will always stay with the Riders, no matter what. If Isaac Harker gets protection, the Riders will win. They may have their challenges, but Chris Jones needs time to implement his defense. It's a little soon for the Argos to adjust under a new defensive coach this week, but look out later in the season. That's it again. Breaking news. Chris Jones joining the Toronto Argonauts as a defensive assistant. And Glenn Young removed from the team's website as defensive coordinator. Do the math. Uh, from our buddy Jack Fulton, watching in Vulcan, Alberta. Where did it go? It just slipped off the screen, Moose. Rod, my predict- prediction after the Stamps beat the Elks is that's the game that will... Turn things around for the red and white. Playoff bound. For sure, what's different? Bull Levi came back. You just seemed a whole, uh, like a different team with him on the field. Now, people are talking about him and Dave Dickinson getting into it on the sidelines. And I think people have to understand, do you not have spats with your own family? Right, Darren? Mm-hmm. I think fans, ooh, the quarterback and the coach had a blow up. Have you had one with your brother lately, I had one on the weekend. It's not that big a deal, okay? The Calgary Stampeders are fine. But I want to go back to the NFL thing and Justin Fields and Andy Dalton rotating, which incidentally the 49ers did the same thing with Garoppolo and Trey Lance. So it's not completely unheard of. And I'm sure there's football people saying that I don't know what I'm talking about when I say that I don't like it. And that's probably true.
1: Ask the quarterbacks how they feel about it. What do you think about that strategy? Well, I was watching ESPN this morning. They didn't like it either, right? Um, And that's coming from guys who played in the NFL and coached in the NFL and had success in the NFL. But I actually liked it, and I thought Nagy did a pretty good job utilizing his quarterback so that Andy Dalton looked good. You know, Andy Dalton's not a great quarterback, but he's a good quarterback. He's had a good career. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hasn't had a great career. They're hoping Justin Fields will have a great career, right? But they're managing the expectations well. It's a tough defense. They've got a tough schedule. You know, I look at their schedule, and if they play really well, they can flirt with 500. Maybe sneak into a wild card spot. So this is more about the future than it is about the present. And when you can put your quarterback and your franchise, Justin Fields, in positions to have success... That's going to lead to more success and long-term gain for the organization. So they put him in positions to have success. Only threw the ball a couple of times, set a couple of completions. Wasn't asked to do anything crazy. Got into goal line situations in what's a glorified wildcat, even though he's a quarterback, and he ran for a touchdown. So Justin Fields, through the preseason, was really great. He, put it, he was put in used sparingly throughout week one, in prime time, too, by the way. And all he did every time he got a at-bat was hit home runs, right? Have success, have success, have success. And the more they start to give him opportunities and put him in positions to succeed, he'll continue to have success. This isn't about winning games now. It's about putting this franchise in a position to be really good for the next three to 10 years. And I think they're off to a good start. I get, obviously, what they're doing. And they had, well, they lost the
3: football game. It's sort of like the Cowboys. I get this thing from the Cowboys today. Eight positive signs from the week one loss at Tampa. You lost. I don't care about the pot. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm the fan. It's, I don't care how you, what went in the hot dog. If I like the hot dog, I like the hot dog. If I didn't like the hot dog, I don't like the hot dog. I don't
1: care what you put in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But this worked because Andy Dalton moved the football. He moved the football up and down the field. It through that interception in the end zone. Mm-hmm. But he moved the ball and... They had a great time of possession, so yeah. he did enough.
3: Yeah, leave him in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeff Cabilla says, one day, just one day, my Georgia dogs will beat your Bama Tide, Rod. Praise to football gods. Not going to happen. Crimson Tide probably won't lose a game this year, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Funny when your team is just kicking the dog snot out of the opposition. Like the Blue Jays on the weekend, you just can't get enough, right? I know. It never, never gets old. Um, They want to know if you have picked a college football team, Moose, by the way. So hang on. Don't blurt it out yet. Particularly Joe Lazito in New York watching. He wants to know if you picked a team. I did. Uh, Hang on. Next hour, Amanda Ruler and more of all this. We'll get to the bottom of the Argo situation, too. Stick around after this break.
2: For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com